of the Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. Two things again, too. You got Brewers baseball coming up later on this afternoon. Packers back on the field with the OTAs. And uh, coming up here momentarily, we're going to hear from the the Packers tight end. In case you uh, didn't get a chance. Going to hear from Packers tight end Tyler Davis. That's going to be coming up here momentarily. So hang in there for that. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You wanted us up, um, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, this is from Mark. Mark says, I appreciate the fact that we're staying away from many of the topics that are separating us today. Uh, I come here to get away from all of that. Uh, thanks for being responsible in uh, in your reporting on your show. Well, we didn't really report. Um, we're just trying to trying to kind of stay out, so to speak. I get it. Today's a, a day. Uh, it's funny because I was reading Mike Clemens had made a post, and it it, it kind of spurs things in you, you know, um, one side or the other. And the first comment I read was one guy going off and calling people pieces of blank. And it's like, okay, that's the reason I want to stay away from it. Right now, it's emotions are raw, and there's not a lot of credibility there on either side. And it shouldn't be either side. It should be everybody coming together and understanding, you know, there's a lot of bad people out there. There's a lot of good people out there, too. You know, sometimes it's what we do as human beings. What happened to character and responsibility and care for others and, you know, it's and family dynamic. And we can get into all of that stuff. But, you know, until people are going to listen, it's just it's it's words in the wind, man. Words in the wind. Um, 877-867-1670, So Tyler Davis, uh, tight, uh, tight end for the Green Bay Packers, uh, said, look, uh, yep, uh, he's a run blocker. Uh, or, well, he was asked, basically, are you more of a run blocking dude or can you catch a pass as well? I think I'm pretty versatile. I feel like I could be productive in the run game, and I feel like I could be productive in the pass game as well. So just trying to do as much as they ask me to do. Um, Just feel like whatever they ask, I'm all for. And he's also uh, coming into the system. He's being reunited with his UConn coach, the offensive coordinator, John Dunn. He's now the Packers' tight end coach. And he replaced Justin Uten, who ended up going to the Broncos. He's the Broncos offensive coordinator under Nathaniel Hackett now. So Davis excited to be reunited with his old coach. It's been it's been awesome with him. Uh, we had a fun time in college together. So when it happened that we were back together, it was, uh, it was pretty fun to just be with him every day. So it's definitely good to have some chemistry with a guy that I've been with in the past. So uh, it's been good so far. And Davis has gotten some praise, not only from the general manager who drafted him, uh, Matt LaFleur as well, but uh, with Robert Tanyan being out, still recovering from the ACL, he was asked, does he see this as a huge opportunity to really kind of show your wares, come out and shine at the tight end position here in the OTAs and the minicamps? Oh, absolutely. This is, a, this is an awesome opportunity for me. And now it's just up to me to control what I control. Just come in every day and become a better tight end. That's what I'm trying to do. So we'll keep rolling that way. Uh, when he came to Green Bay, he's a, as a receiving tight end, but did not shy away uh, from last season. 
for making contact on run plays and even being uh, a special teams asset as well and talks about it. Right. Well, I feel like that's a pretty important part about playing tight end in this offense is that they expect you to do everything. And uh, whatever they ask me to do, I'm all for. Now, here's one thing to keep in mind. He was actually a backup quarterback. He was, Believe it or not, you're talking about a guy, a big dude, that can throw the football as well. He was a backup quarterback. Uh, and then he got, uh, you know, made the transition over to tight end at UConn. So how easy or how difficult was it to make the transition from a quarterback to a tight end? Uh, so that, I don't know if we got enough time for that story, but uh, uh, going into my freshman, my redshirt freshman year in college, I played quarterback my basically my whole life. Um, we had a solidified starting quarterback that, at University of Connecticut, and the head coach came up to me at the time. He said, Tyler, he said, you can't hold a clipboard on the sidelines. He said, you're too athletic. We need you somewhere. So he said, outside linebacker, and I kind of was like, oof. And uh, I was like, uh, let me think about that one. He's like, how does tight end sound? I said, sounds good, and kind of just went from there. So transitioning from a quarterback to a tight end. Now you went from throwing passes to blocking a little bit, but also to catching passes. So how has that made him overall a better football player? Absolutely. It's definitely just a good background to have because you kind of like understand like spacing and concepts and understanding where you are in progression. So it's definitely beneficial to have that background. There you go. You understand different things from different aspects. And uh, he uh, he's hoping to excel at it. So there you go. A little bit of a spotlight, an inside look to Tyler Davis, uh, the tight end for the Green Bay Packers. And with no Robert Tanyan right now, you know, offensively speaking, you're going to get Tanyan back and you hope that he's okay. You're going to get Elton Jenkins back and he's hope that he's okay. Let's just, let's, let's think here for just a second. Okay. Let's just think about this. If by chance, okay, if by chance you don't get Tanyan back and he's not 100% healthy, if by chance, you do struggle with David Bakhtiari and the knee. You know, if by chance he does not return fully to what you expect out of David Bakhtiari, if by chance you don't get, you know, David Bakhtiari to come back and be that guy with Elton Jenkins and, and those pieces begin missing, how, how off is this offense? When you think about it, I mean, the depth on the offensive line, I think, is pretty good if Elton Jenkins uh, is able to come back. Uh, and if David, let's just say David Bakhtiari is not 100%. I still think they're pretty good. I still think they're pretty good. But if you don't bring all those guys back and you don't have them consistently playing and playing well, playing up to their level, how good is this offense then without having the likes of a guy like Devontae Adams? Right? They all should be back. I'm not overly concerned about it. I still go by what was not said regarding David Bakhtiari, what what then rather than what was said. What was not said was, you know, he's doing great. He'll be ready. No problem. You know, we didn't get that. We got oh boy, it's tough and it's tough to come back from any NFL and injury and it's tough you know. We didn't get any of that. We got the uh, how tough it is to come back, which kind of leads you to believe, oh my goodness. Could there be something uh, problematic here before it's all said and done? 877-867-1670. Just, you know, kind of waxing out loud and wondering out loud regarding Packer fandom, so to speak. Thoughts around this team. 
Our buddy Steve writes, uh, hey, Bill, happy Wednesday. I really think that the Packers are well and all in for 2022. All of the contract extensions, improvements in the defense and the depth and both the offensive and defensive lines makes me think that this is the year. Yes, the wide receiver receiver core is missing Devontae Adams, but between the returning wide receivers, tight ends, and rookie wide receivers, I think they're going to be just fine. I also think that you're going to see more of a balanced attack on offense and improved defense. It goes without saying that special teams has nowhere to go but up. As far as Jordan Love is concerned, uh, to date, uh, he reminds me of Brett Hundley. That may be a little harsh, but I haven't seen anything else from him. I hope I'm wrong, but until I see him improve, my thoughts on him will remain the same. I have a question for you, though. Did the Packers open Pandora's box with the big new contracts? Are players like Rashawn Gary, Alan Lazard, and others going to try to cash in big as well? This could be the start of salary cap hell. That's our buddy Stephen Richfield. To answer your question, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you're 100% correct. They opened Pandora's box. You got to figure out what you're going to do with it from here on out. You know where you stand right now that you're not going to be able to pay everybody. Not going to be able to pay everybody. So what are you going to do? You know, not going to be able to pay everybody. You're going to eventually have you, you now again, you can make anything work, right? But it's how far down that road you want to kick some of that, uh, some of that can, so to speak, but you can make anything work, but they, they, now they didn't go crazy. They didn't start paying ward kind of money for, for, uh, you know, the back end. They didn't get nuts, but they paid Jair quite a bit of money. Big time, you know? Paid Jair quite a bit of money. They put their money where their mouth is. They said, look, we're gonna if, if you're worried about us losing talent, the draft and develop, we finally develop them and then we let them go. No, we're gonna keep them. They put their money where their mouth is. That's why I said this is an all-in team. That's why everybody's gotta be all in. Now, Ben, you guys were talking about the tight end position, right, and, and the wide receiving core this morning. So we we were going back and forth a bit on where which group you should have more confidence in, and I personally feel better about the tight end room than I do the wide receiver room. Nelson uh, thought differently. I don't know the way the way I look at it. If uh, assuming Tunyon is able to come back, I think everything we've heard so far, at least, is that it wasn't multiple things in his knee. It was just the ACL, so maybe by week Mm -hmm. five or six, I'm more confident in him at the top of that room than I am in the bevy of question marks uh, on the outside. I think I'm only confident in that room is if Tanyan comes back. Otherwise, you just don't know where you're at. You know what I mean? You know what you have in Mercedes Lewis. He's more of a blocker and a possession guy. I get that. You you kind of understand where Dominic Daphne is, but he's not much of a weapon. And Davis, I like Davis. I think he's got potential. That's a great question, though. What room do you have more confidence in? 877-867-1670. I, I, that, boy. Because I, I don't know. It's the unknown, I think, that gives you more pause. Because you don't know what you have in Christian Watson and Dubs. You don't know. Or Sammy Watkins, frankly. Or Sammy Watkins, for that matter. 
You think you know what you have in Sammy Watkins, but for the most part, you, you're not positive. That's that's a great question. Let me think about that. I, you know, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to think about that because I, I. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. What do you have more confidence in? The wide receiving core or the tight end room? That's an interesting question. Let's do this. We'll step away and take a quick break. This portion of the program brought to you by Robert Specialty Meats in Waukesha. I'm heading down there today, right after the show, going down. Going to do a little grilling tonight, this afternoon, really. Uh, I know it's raining, but under the tiki hut is where the, the, uh, the grill is, so I can do it out of the rain. So I'm going to do a little grilling before I head down to uh, Wednesday Night Live tonight and uh, then come back. I'll be all good to go. Do some grilling. I don't know what I'm going to get. The, I'll tell you what the B&B they have down there, which is the beef and the bacon on the skewers. Oh, my God. I, didn't re- I never knew they had them. It was fantastic. It's like tenderloin uh, folded up with bacon, folded up with some cheese in the middle, and they put it on a skewer and you just throw it right on the grill, leave it sit for about 10 minutes, and oh, my goodness, it was fantastic. You get the ba- bacon nice and crispy and just slide the skewer out, cut it up, Oh, so good. But also the Al Capone roast, don't forget. And then there's obviously their steaks, their chops, everything that they have down there. Uh, that is Paul Roberts and Robert Specialty Meats downtown in Waukesha on Sunset Avenue. Stop in or go just go to robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. That is robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. Stop in, tell them we said hi. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, if you're heading downtown tonight to uh, catch the Admirals game, stop over to MKE Brewing. Uh, get yourself some of the craft beverages tonight. And then uh, walk a block, uh, a couple of blocks over, as a matter of fact, and uh, head over to the uh, UW Panther Arena. Good stuff. Hopefully the Admirals get a win tonight. Get a couple of wins, send that thing back to Chicago. Still got some hope, still got some opportunity. Uh, looking for the Milwaukee Admirals to get a big win tonight. So, uh, But do it. Compliments of our friends over there at MKE Brewing. That's MKE Brewing. Uh, downtown, right there on 9th Street. And that is the host, by the way, our starting point for the motorcycle ride this year. So uh, find out where MKE Brewing is and then uh, become a part of the program. Become part of our ride. We were sitting there talking about the question before we went to break uh, about the tight end room versus the wide receiving room. Who do you have more confidence in in Green Bay? I got I, I to go back to, and Ben... Uh, now I know you talked about the the tight end room. I I think I, I Alan Lazard I think is a solid receiver. We know what Randall Cobb is. I don't think uh, there's any denying that he's not you know Randall Cobb of old. Um, we don't know what we have in Amari Rogers. You don't know what you have in Dubs. You don't know what you have in um in Christian Watson. So, but you know what Tanyan's going to be eventually, you would assume anyway, when he comes back, and hopefully he's able to come back and be, you know, Robert Tanyan again. You know what you have. It's not about confidence. It's about what I know we have. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean, when I look at it, like 
normally there's one, maybe two tight ends on the field. When I look wide receiver room and go into the depth, I think I know less about that group. I think Alan Lazard, like Randall Cobb, I even say, I don't know if he's going to stay healthy. I don't know how much he has. No, left you know in the he tank. won't. What you do, what you do know is he won't stay healthy. <laughs> okay, well then, yeah. And I'm not making a joke, but you just know. I mean, that's that's his history. He's not going to stay healthy. Right. So I I think I I know more about Tanyan, even with a slight question of when he's going to come back, because I I think he might be the only guy on the offense maybe next to Lazard right now and Cobb in the past that Rogers has shown a really good connection with. And if there's anything we've learned about Rogers is sometimes it takes time. Like there are a lot of mm-hmm. new faces in that room that I'm not really confident. I can say can go out and be the guys right away. Right. Uh, so to answer your question, who do I have more confidence in? I would probably say, the wide receiving or the uh, the tight end room because I know what you have. But it doesn't mean I have confidence that they're a better group than, than what you have in the wide receiving core. And that's my issue is I think, uh, how do I put this? I think that you've got a a, a good route runner in Alan Lazard. I, I, I know that. I can guarantee that when it comes to plays breaking down, the guy that Aaron Rodgers likes to look for and is on the same page with, that's going to be Randall Cobb. But we, like you said, you don't know how long Randall Cobb's actually going to play. We all know he's going to get hurt at some point and miss numerous games. I don't know what they have in Amari Rodgers. I think Watkins is, he is a serviceable receiver who is looking to make a name for himself and to, to continue on. So if he can catch passes from a bona fide quarterback, you know, uh, that's going to get him the ball, throw it consistently, and put it where he needs to be to, to really shine. I think Sammy Watkins has a resurgence in Green Bay. I really do. I'm not saying he's going to be a you know, 12, 1,500-yard receiver, but I think he's going to give you more than maybe what you thought he would give you. And then one of the two, it's either going to be Dubs or Christian Watson, is going to have a little bit of a breakout. One of those two guys. Because it's not always the guy that you draft highest that ends up performing extremely well. It's it's sometimes it's just another guy catches onto the system better. So I know there's a lot of uh, thought with Christian Watson, but already we've seen just Christian Watson comes in with the 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 reputation for being a guy who drops the football. And as much as I want to think Christian Watson being your your highest draft choice is going to be the man. He's not going to be if he drops the football. Aaron Rodgers will just simply not throw to him. So if there's anything walking through the door, I'm sitting Christian Watson down and I'm saying, do you want to play football? Yes. Do you want to make money? Yes. You drop the football, you won't make money. You can't do a damn thing in this league if you're not going to catch the football. That's the number one thing you have to concentrate on. And if you're going to continue to drop the football, Rodgers is not going to throw it to you. You're going to fade off into anonymity. Take your money and go home. Because you're not going to be anything. You're never going to amount to anything. Because he's not going to throw you the ball. So that's why I look more at dubs than I do at Christian Watson. And I know people call me crazy for that, but I, I just do. He's got the propensity to drop the football. So I don't have a lot of confidence in that room yet because they haven't proven anything. But I I don't think the confidence for moving the chains and advancing the football consistently is going to rest with the tight ends either. I know what you have in the tight ends, 
but it's not impressive. You know what I mean? It's 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 I have more confidence in them because I know what they are. But it's not impressive. Not unless Tanyan comes back and he's he's Robert Tanyan again. I mean, he's he's able to go out and get a ball. He's got his speed. He's got his leaping ability. He's got the ability to split the seam downfield consistently for Aaron Rodgers. Unless he comes back and he's that guy, I still have the most confidence into what I know regarding the tight ends. But when it comes to the, the ability to move the football, I don't have a lot of confidence in either room. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of speaks to not the direness, but how big a question mark it is there. One thing Nelson right. brought up is uh, the wideers, the the tight end room. I guess going into this year, did it get better, or is it getting better, or has it just plateaued and stayed the same? My argument was it's probably getting better if Tunyon comes back healthy, but we know how the Packers usually deal with those injuries. And then I said uh, we said back to him like, but then the wide receiver room, I would say that's definitely gotten worse. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think at the right. end of the day, it all goes back to who does Aaron Rodgers trust with the football? Because that's what the numbers will show. Yeah. No, I that I agree with. That yeah, that's that's probably more right than anything. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Tim listening to us in Sparta. Tim, how you doing on today, man? What's up? Oh, it's a beautiful day out here in the rain, isn't it? Oh, it is. Hey, we need it. Farmers need it. We're good to go. Yeah. Absolutely. My, my garden that I planted last night is loving it. Anyway, uh, I have a, the first question I have that I need to get in here is, uh, when are you coming over to La Crosse for a cigar dinner? Hopefully I'm not going to have another relative die on me and I'm going to be able to oh go my this goodness. year. Uh, I will. You know what? I got to find out the exact date. We're going to be at celebrations and I don't know the exact date coming up, but I will, I will certainly let you know here before we get off the air. Excellent. Excellent, because I, like I said, I missed last year's. I very much would uh, like to come and and uh, see you in person. Um, yeah, I, we will. The next statement I have is, um, I think that as far as across the league is concerned, our tight end room is as average as everybody else, except for uh, Kelsey Waller and uh, San Francisco. Uh, you know, I, I think our tight ends are going to match up with anybody else's out there. Um, if Tonyan comes back, I think we're in the top uh, probably six or seven tight end rooms uh, in the league. Um, and as far as wide receivers are concerned, obviously you can't replace somebody like Adams. Uh, but from what I hear of Dobbs, uh, my buddy sent me film on him from college. The guy catches everything, and he runs pretty good routes. Mm-hmm. If he, I think um, if he gets a little crisper, I think he's really going to shock people. Um, he doesn't, watching the film on him, he doesn't have what I call um, convention speed, you know, um, but what he's got is he's got game speed. You put him, you put him in shoulder pads and a helmet, and starting to run down the field and he's either behind you or he outruns you. He doesn't get caught from, if you go back and look at his film, he doesn't get caught from behind a lot. So he's got game speed um, and he's got great hands. So I think he's the guy that's really going to shine. My other friend says that Watson, whereas he's got all the speed and quickness and everything else in the world, 
unless they can get his hands to where they need to be, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's going to be one of these flash in the pans. Yeah, he can run, but if you can't hold on to what's thrown at you, we all know that you're absolutely right with Rodgers. Right. He yep. ain't going to throw in ball. He, nope, not at all. He's not going to toss it to you. I completely oh. get it. Yep, nope. I agree with you. By the way, our uh, cigar dinner out there in La Crosse is going to be at Celebrations. It's Wednesday, June 22nd. June 22nd. Wednesday night, June 22nd. We're going to be at Celebrations right out there in La Crosse. That's where we're going to be. So no golf. Uh, no golf there, but it's going to be at Celebrations for a cigar dinner. They have a great facility. I've been there yes, many they do. Times. So great. Yep. And, uh, I will get my tickets very shortly. All right. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. Take care. Talk to you, buddy. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Please feel free to go ahead and do so. You want to give us a shout that way, or you can also give us an email. Drop one to us, uh, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. You can find us there as well. Always appreciate it. Always over on Facebook, or uh, excuse me, over on Twitter as well. And that's at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, don't forget about, speaking of getting out and about and uh, joining us, we've been, uh, just yesterday, I was over at Albanese's Roadhouse, saw Joey and the gang over there. Uh, some good food. Had a meeting there. But uh, they are, uh, look, there's three or four things they're promoting right now. One is they've got some new bourbons and scotches and whiskey. So if you want to go in, you want to do a little sipping, you want to enjoy yourself, sit back, relax, grab some appetizers, great place to go. Bocce ball, still doing the bocce ball leagues. Get your friends together, go play some bocce ball, okay? Also, like many places, if you're looking for a good restaurant with good tippers and a good place to work, they need help as well. Get a hold of our friend Joey out there at Albanese's Roadhouse. It's right there on Blue Mountain Road next to Menards across the street from Home Depot and and uh, Duluth Trading Company right there. Stop out. Say hi. Good, good place. Good, good Italian food on the west side of town. That is Albanese's Roadhouse. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Got some legal news regarding the NFL coming up here in just a moment. Also talking uh, and taking phone calls about uh, the confidence in both the tight end and or the wide receiver room. Got some comments coming in on that as well. Hey, if you're heading downtown, you want to take the shuttle over to catch uh, the game tonight. If you're going to the Milwaukee Admirals game, stop in at Stenny. Stenny, second to National Walker's Point by far. Uh, Milwaukee's best sports bar, and they run shuttles to all the games and such. So uh, check out our friends at Stenny's. Tell them I told you to stop in. Say howdy. Good, good people over there. But, again, that's Stenny. Second International Walker's Point. Tell them we said hi. So I'll get into the breaking news uh, here in just a second. But getting back to the uh, the business at hand, we were talking about the wide receiver room versus the tight end room and your level of confidence. Well, excuse me. Ryan says uh, the wide receiver room easily is that has much more explosive talent. And the tight ends are old. Lewis uh, is, you know, Tanya's hurt. And he said no known prospects. So the confidence, um, again, I think both are relatively unknown. 
You know, I don't, I, I got, I got confidence because I know what both rooms bring you, but which confident level do I, I, I agree. I think there's probably more upside explosive talent capable potential, if you will, in the wide receiving room that I agree with. But as far as the confidence level goes, I'm probably a little more confident in the tight end room only for the fact that I know what you have. And as far as being able to consistently move the sticks out of the wide receiving room, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but I get where you're coming from. Absolutely. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Let's go back to the phone calls. Let's go to Paul. Paul, welcome to the program of the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Hey, I, I agree. Uh, I've got more confidence in, in the tight ends as far as what we got, cause, just because it's more known. But I'm excited um, to see Rodgers. Actually, I'd rather have the Packers have three or four good wide receivers than one great wide receiver. Um, I just think he relied on Adams too much in crunch time, and I think he forced the, forced the ball to him more often, and I think the defense even realized that. And I'd like to see, see you know some good young wide receivers um, and I, I'd like to see him spread the ball around. And uh, mm-hmm. this this new kid, Christian Watson, I mean, he's got size and he's got speed, and those are things you can't teach. That, right. that is, I'm excited to see. Um, he can he can get become better as a pass catcher, you know, and also you can learn to run routes. But uh, the size and speed that he got excites me. Um, and as far as the drops and stuff, I, I think didn't both James Jones and Jordy Nelson kind of have drop issues? And even MVS. Yes. No, Jordy um, Nelson never did. And, James James Jones did, but Jordy Nelson never did. Jordy Nelson was probably one of the most sure-handed receivers ever come into the team. Okay. But uh, MVS had drop issues, too. And it seemed like Rogers started to trust him. So hopefully he'll give, you know, Watson time if he does, you know, drop a few, you know, keep coming back to him until he, you know, gets better. But he certainly, he certainly has the physical skills and tools. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that. I'm yep. looking forward to seeing seeing him on there. Yep. No, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Appreciate the phone call, man. He's right. There's physical tools there. There's no doubt about that. No doubt. I don't. Uh, I don't disagree with that one bit. I, I just don't know what the le- if you want to talk about the level of confidence in those tools. I don't know what that level of confidence should be. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Find us. Go ahead and give us a shout if you want to chime in, just like uh, Paul did. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to our buddy Mike, listening to us in West Dallas. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing good. How you doing, Bill? Doing well. What you thinking? Yeah, so I I, I would take the wide receiver room. Uh, I agree with that emailer. I I just think there's a lot more potential in that room. Um, you know, with Tanyan, we don't know if he, when he's coming back and if he's going to be the same player. And even Tanyan, I, I just did a quick rundown of tight ends. There's 12 tight ends I would rank ahead of Tanyan in the NFL. Goddard, Schultz, Andrews, Kelsey, Hawkinson, Kittle, Pitts, Gasecki, Fant, Clement, Knox, and Waller. I would take all those guys over Tanyan. So that puts him at 13 to 14. I would say that's a pretty, you know, pretty average tight end. Uh, mm-hmm. and to win a Super Bowl, you're really looking for impact players, you know, top 10 guys at their position. In terms of the wide receiver room, you know, Cobb, Lazard, and Watkins, I, I think we know what those guys are. You know, they're solid threes and fours. Um, you know, Lazard, a lot of his catches are uh, – his big plays are him just being schemed open. 
uh, by Matt LaFleur versus him, you know, necessarily just beating his guy. Um, but Dubs, Watson, and Amari Rodgers, we don't know what those guys are. They, each one of those guys uh, could be an impact player. You know, Watson right. has all the talent in the world. Uh, Dubs is great off of the line of scrimmage, has a great release. And Amari Rodgers, you know, there's been some uh, good publicity about him uh, in camp so far. They're saying that he's lost some weight. He looks faster. He looks a lot more explosive. I mean, we forget he was a great college-wide receiver. You know, maybe my hope is that Amari Rogers steps in and beats Randall Cobb out at the slot, and mm-hmm. he's the full-time slot uh, wide right. receiver. But overall, I just think there's a lot more potential in that wide receiver room to have. I think players. I think potential. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 100% agree with that in that statement. The confidence was the question, and the confidence. I know what I have in the in the in the. We don't know what we have specifically in the wide receiving room. But we do know what we have in the, in the tight end room. So as far as confidence goes, that's one thing. Potential, hands down, I completely agree with you, 100%. If Christian Watson understands you catch the ball first before you run, 100% get it. I, I completely I completely agree with you. And Dubs reminds me a little bit of Jordy Nelson, not in the sense that he's got this um, this unbelievable back shoulder route running ability. I'm just saying in the sense that he catches damn near everything that comes to him. And that's the reason I think he's pretty solid. Appreciate the phone calls always, Mike. Thanks, man. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to Larry listening to us in lacrosse. Larry, how you doing today, man? What's up? Good. Yourself? I'm doing well, man. What's happening? Uh, just a comment on the tight end wide receivers. Uh, one, um, the tight ends. Obviously, there's definitely that old uh, buddy of mine seen Bob Gunning on the golf course, and he said that uh, he's coming along really well, and he's really great. So I think Sky could be the limit. He's obviously only on a one-year deal, so wants to make uh, definitely wants to make his name and uh, try to big, get a big contract. But uh, my question for you in the wide receiver room, is there any possibility of uh, what, what your thoughts are on bringing in a Julio Jones? Or Will Fuller, and maybe not even for a production standpoint, but to get that certain um, locker room in the wide receivers room because, I mean, we do have Randall Cobb and Lazard, and that's good, but uh, with bringing in all these rookies, um, do you think we there's a possibility that we still bring in a wide receiver or even maybe two? I, I think they bring another one in. Uh, I've said that all along. I think that there's going to be somebody out there by the time we get to the uh, the training uh, you know training camp or into it that they're going to grab they may even grab somebody once we get into the season but i still think there's going to be another addition i mean unless christian watson and dubs just completely blow us away as this unbelievable duo that suddenly is coming into the green bay packers organization i still think they're going to go out and get somebody else to just have another even if it's another sammy watkins type level of player just another yep. veteran to say they've got them there you know what i mean who do you who do who would you want who would your pick be? There's nobody out there right now that I would look at specifically. I mean, if OBJ is capable of coming back midseason, I'd consider him. Uh, I don't know what Julio Jones brings to the table. I know people talk about him because of his name, but he got cut from Tennessee and didn't do anything. He looked like he lost his speed. Injuries have taken their toll. Other than just being a body on the field, I don't know why you would want him. You know what I mean? Well, is there is there something to be said about how great Devontae Adams was as a locker room presence? And going over the route running, and um, you know how to how to act a certain way. And like I said, you do have 
Randall Cobb, and there's a lot of, they're still veteran leaders, but I believe the Packers were voted the eight youngest team. But in that wide receiver room specifically, bringing in a guy like maybe, I believe Emmanuel Sanders is still out there. Um, I could be wrong on that, but, uh, but just a, a, a locker room presence guy that, you know, is going to bring the right worth ethic and show the young guys like we've always had. Right. Through all the receivers with Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson, um, and Devontae Adams just to bring these rookies along. Right. I uh, I agree with that, I, and that's why you probably have Randall Cobb there. Because uh, not so much Sammy Watkins, but Randall Cobb is the guy that really, he got taken under the wing by a guy like he had Jennings and he had Nelson and he had James yeah. Jones. And he he had those guys that were, and Donald yeah. Driver specifically, to teach him, this is how you study, this is what you need to do. And you're hoping yeah. that he's the guy that passes that along because he's probably the closest of anybody in that locker room to Aaron Rodgers yeah. to say, this is what Aaron likes, so this is how we study. But as far as another veteran to give you another point of view, Watkins, and then let the chips fall where they may. And, it, you know, coming up after next week, after the June 1st cutdown, not to say you're going to get a big name out there, but you may get somebody that maybe fits your system or Matt LaFleur knows that suddenly finds himself on the market after the June 1st cuts. Yep, 100%, 100%. I, I definitely am excited to hear what, uh, what's coming out of special teams with uh, even potential guys that we picked up with uh, punt returners, kick returners, and then uh, even um, uh, the, the, the positive stuff you keep hearing from uh, Amari Rogers too. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely looking up. Hopefully they can find one or two of them guys to shine this year, whether it's the yep. rookies, Amari Rogers, or uh, maybe even grab a free agent to put it all together. Oh, that I agree. I mean, if, if, if Amari Rogers suddenly comes on and he really proves to be the real deal, that would be huge. That'd be, that'd, yeah. that'd be like, that'd be like picking up a free agent that you never expected to have to begin with. I, I would completely agree with that. Appreciate the phone yeah. call as always, Larry. Thanks so much, man. Uh, there's Juwan Winfrey and Malik Taylor, as Dave says, could give us something. Malik Taylor's got a ton of speed. If he could ever just be that guy and at least give you a threat, that's what I'm saying. It may not be one guy. It may be, you know, you're, you're probably talking about pass catchers by committee at this point, right? My assumption. Pass catchers by committee. 877-867-1670. Uh-oh. What do we got, Ben? A friend of Larry from Lacrosse, caller to the Bill Michaels show, has seen Robert Tanyan on the golf course, and he seems to be in good shape. <laughs> well, if he's playing golf, he has controlled chaos and torque on that knee. Right? Uh, I mean, have you seen a hockey player try to play golf? I can't say there's much going on on the knees. It's more no, of a, but more well, of a slap yeah. Well, eh, golf, you know as well as I do, if you got a bad knee, you can't play golf. How bad was it when your <laughs> knees were before your – I mean, look at you. You're you're limping and gimping around, right? Uh, yeah, it's more of a recovery thing, but, yeah, you're right. There you go. Breaking news, okay. though. Okay. Speaking of breaking news, we're going to talk a little NFL when we come back. So uh, got a little breaking news coming out of the NFL, and – uh, this could be good for us, but bad for the NFL. I'm going to tell you about it when we return. Stay tuned. We've got one more segment of the Bill Michael Show. This portion brought to you by our friends over there at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Also, 
on Pewaukee Lake. You stop in the Curly's, you go around the corner, go to Sunset Bar and Grill, you do the you do the pub crawl all the way around the lake. That's not a bad way to go right there. Down by Smokey's Bait Shop, that's Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill, and the deck outlying right there that overlooks the lake. You can sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. Watch uh, some sports through the window. Watch you get some good food. Watch your boats go by. What a great time to pass the day away. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. WI.com. Uh, gonna, I'm heading up there on Friday. Uh, not to say that you want to go up and hang out with us, but uh, I'm heading up on Friday. I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we try to get up there two, three times a year, and uh, it's it's just it's always a great place. Uh, on uh, Saturday, we're heading over to forgotten fire winery and going to spend some time over there and then go into Peshago and then go back up to Pembine and to the four seasons where they've got music this weekend inside the boundary waters bar and grill. They're going to do a wine tasting upstairs. Uh, the golf course is open. The UTV, the ATV trails are open and they have waterfall tours up there. They got waterfalls all over the joint waterfall. Tour. And those things are like really popular. Who knew? But people love it. So if you're looking for a place to escape, get away, Go enjoy yourself. It's 50, 55 rooms. That's it. It's not real big. It's on the island, on the Miscano Island, the uh, Miscano River, right there on the island. 715-324-5800. Ask for Barb and say, Barb, Bill Michaels uh, told us to call, and he said you got some kind of a special going on or a special for us for listening. What is it? And see what she says. Just see what she says. When you book your room, you're going to get something. Just wink, wink, nod, nod. 715-324-5800, whether it's this weekend or any weekend coming up. Uh, 715-324-5800. Get a hold of our girl, Barb. Uh, but that's Four Seasons Island Resort up there in Pembine, Wisconsin. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. And if you're heading up there this weekend, see you up there. Can't wait for that either. So real quick before we uh, get out of here, the uh, the um, uh, judge has denied the NFL's motion to dismiss the John Gruden lawsuit. Now, why is this exciting? Okay, here's the reason why. Because that means that can go to trial. And it opens the door for discovery and the release of all information pertaining to. You know what that means, don't you? That we could see the floodgates open of all of these emails and all of the things that were... What the NFL found on John Gruden and did not find on anybody else, or anything else for that matter. The NFL's been trying to avoid this for a while. They wanted to dismiss this altogether. So this means that if, uh, my assumption is there's going to be a settlement. The NFL's going to go, okay, you got us, because they don't want this to get out. Because if the real world sees what went on behind closed doors in a court of law, Inside the Washington Commanders organization. And the only guy they reprimanded was John Gruden. I think the world's going to go nuts. So on one hand, this is great because we're sitting here, we're wringing our hands. We're like, this is going to be really cool. This is going to, we're going to see everything. We're going to get Daniel Snyder's emails. We're going to get all this stuff. We're going to get all this stuff. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. We're going to get it all right. But on the other hand, the NFL is probably saying, well, you know what? We don't want to let this stuff get out. So my question would then be, 
Uh, why are we going to, why don't we just settle with John Gruden, get him out of the way, and that way we don't have to release anything and everything's dead. But the uh, the courts today said John Gruden's lawsuit can proceed, can proceed. So now we'll see. Now we'll see. But I think I, I would assume there's going to be a settlement coming at some point. So there you go. Uh, coming up later today, you got the Brewers. Brewers are in San Diego. Ashby goes to the hill against Darvish. Ashby looking for his first win of the season. 349 ERA, not bad, but not a win to show for it. And then Darvish 4-1 and one with a 391 ERA. And has pitched pretty well and gotten out of some jams. So we'll see if the Brewers are able to get two out of three against the Padres before escaping today. Uh, by the way, uh, the bullpen catcher, Nestor Cor- uh, Cor- Corridor, He's uh, celebrating his 38th birthday today. I miss the days of our, our good buddy Marcus Hano out there in the bullpen. Just saying. Uh, the Brewers, though, continuing the 11-game, 10-day road or Yeah, the 11-game, 10-day road trip in San Diego before they head to St. Louis and then to Chicago. And uh, we'll, we'll have it all for you. So enjoy the game this afternoon. The Heat and Celtics coming up later on tonight. We're going to have it all. Talk about it all tomorrow and uh, also tomorrow on the program, uh, we're going to get Mike Clemens on with us, who is at the Packers OTAs. We'll get some more stories and more insight there. So that's coming up tomorrow as well. So that'll do it. Good stuff today. Good stuff today. So until we talk in 20 hours from now, time for us to go. Have a going. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.